Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the OCP, the original Copycats podcast. It is December. It's Christmas. Well, nearly. It's it's uh, it's thirteen sleeps away. So uh, it's. I feel very very underprepared for Christmas this year, <laughs> mainly because I'm prioritizing this <laughs> instead of buying gifts. Um. So yeah, I haven't got anything for anyone yet. Actually, that's a lie. I've got one thing. And it's some some little sweets. I'm not going to say who who for, though, because they might be listening. Um, but yeah, so I feel very behind. But I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't usually get very Christmassy. Um, and this year is, is no, no different, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so as I say, it is 13 sleeps away, which is a very important number. Not only is it the amount of candles I had on my 14th birthday cake, um, we, we ran out, but uh, it's also the amount of times you might be visited by the Icelandic Yule Lads before Christmas. Now, who are the Yule Lads, I hear you ask? Well, allow me to explain. Just a precursor to the episode. There, there used to be like 82 of these little fuckers, and luckily folklore has narrowed it down to 13, which is great, otherwise I'd have had to start doing this back in October, and I can't be fucked with that. I will give a few honourable mentions of Yule Lads that didn't quite make the cut of history and legend in the last episode, so stay tuned for that. I do just want to say, though, before we begin, I would highly recommend checking out Zesty Lifehacks episodes on the Yule Lads. They're actually, in fact, the episodes that got me into their podcast in the first place, so... Shout out to those guys. Go give them a listen and a review on Spotify, etc. While you're at it, obviously do the same for us. It only takes a few seconds, unless you're like me and you have an old phone, which is so slow now, it's ridiculous. Anyway, um, reviews, ratings and all of that jazz really, really helps us out. So it would be really appreciated if you could go over and just just spare five seconds. Go on, go on, do it, do it for me. Do it, be in the Christmas spirit and click a button for us. <laughs> Thanks, thanks so much. Uh, and thank you to those that have already done it. Really appreciate that. Anyway, enough waffle. Without further ado, let me explain what the fuck I'm going on about. The Yule Lads are the Icelandic version of Santa Claus. But only really in one way. They come on the 13 days leading up to Christmas, seeming as there are 13 of them. The children of Iceland are instructed to leave a pair of their shoes on the windowsill, and if they've been good, the Yule lads leave them a little gift. But if they've been bad, they leave a rotten potato. It hasn't always been this way, however. A rotten potato is far more favourable in comparison to what they used to do. That is, devour disobedient children, a trait they no doubtedly picked up from their mother, Grilla. Grilla has been depicted in many different forms. Some say she was a witch, some a giantess, and others an ogre. However, all stories agree on one thing. She wasn't exactly pleasant. Grilla is said to live in a lair in the snowy mountains, where she has resided for thousands of years, much before the celebration of Christmas. She is said to have horns, cloven hooves, and arms that are abnormally long, 
She was considered to be a plague on the Icelandic wilderness for many years and would frequently take trips into town through the cold, bleak landscape to kidnap unsuspecting children, taking them back to her lair to consume them. It is said that she would make a stew from their bodies. The more misbehaved the child, the better it tasted. However, no amount of dead children could ever quench her thirst for human flesh. Some people believe that Grela was God's first attempt at making humans, but upon realising his mistake, he banished her to Iceland. Others believe that she was human, and that she came from a happy family that experienced a rather hard winter. Food was in short supply, and as a drastic last resort, she murdered her husband and fed him to her children in a stew. This act of cannibalism within the family changed the children into deformed, ogre-like creatures that thus became the Yule Lads. However, this is but one origin of the Yule Lads. There are many others. Over the years, the Icelandic children were told the tale of Grilla, of how she would come for them if they were not well behaved. This frightened the children so much that it was in fact made illegal to speak of her in 1746. The purpose of this was to try and kill the legend of Grela once and for all. But, instead, parents told their children slightly altered versions of the story until over time it became what it is now. A tale of 13 of Grela's children, who once also liked to eat naughty kids, but have now taken up a new profession. And this is what I'm going to tell you about over the course of the next 13 days. Introducing the Yule Lads. On the first day of the 13, the children of Iceland are visited by Sheep Coat Clod. Picture the scene. You are warm and cosy, asleep at your farm. It's just before midnight, and the crisp white snow is gently settling outside. A cold, whispering wind is brushing past the windows. All of a sudden, you are awoken. The sound of bleating from outside. What's wrong? Could it be that a wolf has gotten into the livestock and is attacking the sheep? think again. You rush to the window, which is now semi-covered in windswept snow. Outside in the darkness, you scan the area for any signs of movement, but nothing. The bleating has stopped. You turn around to go back to bed, but once again, you are drawn to the window as the bleating resurges. It's getting impossible to see outside now with the build-up of snow on the window but you strain your eyes to see. And see you did. A black figure is roaming the grounds below, walking in a strange manner, almost a limp. Once a vicious and savage troll-like creature, Sheepcoat Claude now takes a trip into town on the 12th of December on its wooden peg legs and tries to suck at the nipples of sheep. Unsuccessfully, though, I might add, due to the fact that it hasn't got any knees. It loves... <laughs> it loves to steal any leftover milk laying around, so keep your eyes peeled for this cheeky bastard and his wooden legs. 
It's also important to note that the Yule Lads depart back to their mountain lair after the last Yule Lad has arrived. However, I'm not sure if they just chill in the house with the family or, or what, because it's not really been specified. Anyway, this, uh, this dude leaves on the 25th of December. So with that, that concludes the first of the 13 Yule Lads, a short and sweet episode. And I imagine that the others would probably be just as short, if not shorter, just because there isn't a whole lot of info on these guys. So join me again tomorrow for the next of the horrifying pranksters. See ya. Greela is said to live in a lair in a snowy... Greela is said to live in a lair in the snowy mountains where she has resided for thousands of... Greela is said to live in a lair in the snowy mountains where she has resided... No. Greela is said to live in a lair... <laughs> fuck's sake. Greela is said in... Greela is said to live in a lair in the snowy mountains where she has resided for thousands of years, much before the celebration of Christmas. She is said to have horns, cloven hooves, and arms that are on... Greela is said to live in a lair. Greela is said to live in a lair in the snowy mountains, where she... (laughs) Fuck you. Greela is said to live in a lair in the snowy mountains where she has resided for thousands of years, much before the celebration of Christmas. She is said to have horns, cloven hooves, and arms that are abnormally long. She is considered... Fucking clicking, what is it? Last try, come on.